it was nice uh, for the first couple of years. And there's more. True. I mean, honestly, I can't tell you. <laughs> like, you, you lived there for eight years. Eight you years, call yourself bro. from there, guy? Hey, man. But the way we do that, that's different. Moving away from home. I'd heard stories about it. This isn't my home. It's changed my life. I really wish someone told me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Statelessness, a show where the question where are you from does not have a simple answer. My name is Anas, and before I introduce today's guest, I want to wish you a happy new year and a successful start to an amazing decade. This is the decade where you will achieve your so far best achievements and reach the goals you set for yourself. And yes, I am team pro resolutions 100% as long as you associate the goals with smaller short-term achievable milestones in relation to whatever it is that you're aiming for, obviously. I, for example, aim for this podcast to reach all the people who need to hear it. So I started this year with a blog for the podcast where I share more personal stories, you know, on the podcast it's more about the guest, but out there I will share with you my story in little pieces. I'd love it if you could check it out. Find it at WordPress. Just search statelessness on WordPress and you will find it. Now, let's get right into this episode, the New Year special. By the way, if you're hungover from last night, I probably am too right now. I'm recording this on New Year's Eve afternoon and I'm scheduling auto-publish for everything right now. Tomorrow, I'll probably be in bed listening to this episode with you all so i really hope you enjoy it if you stick around to the end our guest shares special stories about his passion which is traveling and one about a special story in a hostel in italy and i'm not gonna spoil that more for you let's jump right into the episode okay today's guest is a special guest because not only did he live in three different continents Starting with Africa, North Africa, 8 years, and then Asia, Qatar, 10 years, and then UK now, 3 years and counting. Not only that, but he also loves traveling. Traveled a lot, did a few Europe trips. Our stateless miss guest today is Karim. Let's start with one question and one question only. Where are you from? <laughs> this is basically like the whole theme of the podcast. No, whatever your answer is, we'll go from <clears> there. The thing is, I know when you ask that question, I know you're hoping for me to be like, oh, I don't know where I'm from. I'm from so many places. But it's not It's not how it is. Like I know people are like, oh, I was born here and then I lived here. So like, which am I from? I don't have that dilemma. That's the thing, you know? You're not a stateless mess then. I'm not a mess, man. I got my shit together. Um, okay. so No, but yeah, like, I'd just say I'm Egyptian. Like, I wouldn't say, oh, I'm from Qatar or oh, I'm from the UK. Like, you, even if you give me the passport, like, I don't think I'll ever say I'm anything other than Egyptian. You know? Like, I know some people are like, oh, I'll live for the UK five years and then I'll call myself British. Like, that's not how I feel about it. So... And that is surprising because you only mm. lived in the UK, sorry, you only lived in Egypt eight years of your 21 yeah. years of age. I mean, they're probably very defining. I just don't know how they defined anything. Because, <laughs> yeah, like I lived there for eight years, but then it's like my parents were still Egyptian. So like the way I was raised is still Egyptian. And like, it's one of those, like, I feel like this will be offensive. No, but it's one of those places where it's like, it's so unique that it's not like, it's like you can be from 
you know the uae or you can be from bahrain or whatever and it's like you're roughly the same culture you know it's like technically sure it's a different country but like you speak roughly like yeah slightly different like languages or whatever but like you're pretty much the same culture you know but i feel like egypt is so different from every other country like there's no country like it so it's like is true. Egypt is very unique it's very unique and like the people are very unique like and the language and just the way people are and it's like like if you're an egyptian calling yourself like i don't know the thing is like if someone's doing it like i don't mind, i don't care what other people do but it's just that's just how i feel about it right. like i would feel weird if i'm like oh yeah i'm uh i'm actually american just because i have the passport I'm, i can be like yeah i'm egyptian and i have the american passport or like i'm an american citizen i don't know i don't know with you like um not really i wouldn't call myself anything other than egyptian to be mm. honest yeah i don't know i'm just i was just thinking of like how people treat each other compared to how they do it like in other places and all the other places that i've been it, it's like the best in egypt like i don't know like everyone's willing to help you like whatever like if your car breaks down on the road like some 10 people are going to stop and try to help you or like if there's a fight going on people will come and break it not like here or in, in most places where they yes. just pull their phones out and like fucking film it i don't know like i feel like egyptians are genuinely like the most what's the word the nicest like you can not even nicest like everyone's nice nice is not something but like they're the most not loyal but like they're dependable right like you can fucking depend on them mm-hmm. and they're not gonna be like ah but like you know it's too late i don't want to walk out in the cold or like oh it's whatever it's like if you need something like i feel like egyptians are more dependable in general and i feel like that is something that they do lose sometimes when they travel away because most people aren't like that and they're like okay well i'm just not going to do as much i yeah like i genuinely think they're good people and like they they want to do good and like like just the way they think like they're a lot more selfless than most people i feel yeah. like most egyptians more selfless than like most people from other places that i have met at least um and it's good to be selfish sometimes but also like like they're always willing to go like so much further to help you with something like if you're an hour away like they'll drop you off and go drive an hour back when someone else they'd be like ah like i kind of don't want to drive you all that long like you figure something out which would be fine so like you wouldn't hate that person who's like oh i don't want to drive because it is a long drive but it's like additions just go like a lot further i don't know that's what i was thinking absolutely so, i mean like that's that's what it means to be egyptian so this the, i know this episode is going to be released on new years but uh-huh. um we are a few days before new year's yes. i called karim before his flight to where he's going <laughs> do you want to tell us more about that uh yeah i'm gonna be in germany for about a week and a half and new year's is gonna be during that period basically i'm just going to okay well it's gonna sound crazy and i'm gonna be so judged um but here we go um there's this guy who i uh saw post uh this post on facebook and he said that he um wanted to celebrate new year's with a bunch with a bunch of people he's never met a bunch of strangers and so he was he invited like a f- like 15 or 20 people over to his city in germany which is hamburg and where we're just gonna hang out and then he's gonna rent a party bus or like just one of those yellow american school buses and just drive around the city for a bit and when new year's hits we'll just we'll stop somewhere to watch the fireworks so yeah it just it sounded like fun and i was like i messaged the guy he seemed super cool so i'm like fuck it let's do it he also had this really nice video as well in the post and it was like yeah 
Like, what if this guy's a psycho? Hey man, I'm going to his house. Like I think he should You're be going more to worried. His house? <laughs> yeah. Not everything's planned yet. I'm not really I haven't planned everything. I still don't know where I'm staying and I'm leaving tomorrow, so Right. But like, you know what we'll this see. guy's gonna take care of you. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like I'm not worried about this thing. Right. It's all good. That's chill. Yeah, man. I'm just fucking doing my thing. Like going wherever I wanna go. Like and if I really like someone, I'm like, oh, I'll stay here until I don't like it anymore and whatever. You know, if I like it enough, I'll make it home. Sure. But that's it. Like, like so I don't want to have, if it's better that I don't want to have a place where I'm like, ah, oh, this is where I'm going to be. It's like fucking spoiling your life. What's like, why? I don't right. want to know where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like you're a free spirit. You're a citizen of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Should we go back to the start? Uh, Africa. (laughs) Before you became a European man, let's (laughs) go back to your African descent and your blood. Uh You not only born, but raised a bit of time in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How was that like? Tell us more. Uh, It was great. It was really nice. Um, I don't remember too much. Like, I remember the school that I went to. I remember my best friend at the time. Um, I remember the club we used to go to where I used to do, like, swimming and like just other stuff so yeah like i just remember like some key bits and yeah it was nice it was really good like i don't really have any bad memories when it comes to that time how was it like then moving away from egypt Mm. i remember when i moved i think i remember the day as well like the travel day briefly it was it was interesting i mean i was eight like i i I do remember um but no it's fine i remember the first house we lived in i remember like just yeah like me and my brother going to like the football club to do some like football practice and stuff like that and yeah it was it was okay for the first couple of years not bad we went to the egyptian school as well they had an egyptian school for like i think two years and uh, i guess that just made the transition a bit easier because you were still around like egyptians and people like like the other people you grew up with when you were younger um a lot of the people around me were egyptians as well i had like a lot of close friends it was easy to make friends as well just because it was like I was used to that stuff. Like, I was used to meeting these people back in Egypt anyway. So it wasn't that much different. And I don't know. I don't remember really disliking any of it. Like, it was all fine. Like, everything was fine. Like, it was good. We The school was good. Outside of school, like, hanging out with people and doing sports and stuff, that was good. And, like, at that time, I guess I just didn't think about, like, pros and cons. Like, I didn't, like, weigh them down. I, but it was good, Yeah. Because now I'm like, yeah, like I'm, a, I'm an Egyptian, 100%, like proud and everything. But like, I know a lot of people do have that. I never, I never had that. Like, I was never like, oh, this is like, I'm from here. Like, I've always known that I'm not, like, I'm just here for a while. And then it's like, on to the next place, you know? So you knew that that was temporary? Oh, yeah, of course even not thinking about visas and everything like i never like was so integrated into their way of life hmm. um like i had Qatari friends and they were fine like they were great people but i was never like oh i'm Qatari. Or, i never wanted to be like i was just right. was, like whatever i understand what you mean yeah it's really sad actually um but yeah like i always knew that's like don't get into problems because it's like it's like it's not your home you could get kicked out and it's not just that it's like if you do something your parents can get fucked for it and then like your whole family can get kicked out and like yeah yeah, so like you're always just like it's not worth like you know getting in a fight or like 
just getting in a shouting match with someone because yeah man because the kids feel really privileged as well they do realize that they are like more powerful than you in a way because it's like even if the kids are wrong their parents are going to come and they're going to fuck you up anyway they like their parents don't care um but yeah so they know that they're like they do have power over you to a degree so after the egyptian school yeah i went to like a few different other schools um i went to an american school and then a british school and then a british school it was a british school but it was international like there was people from everywhere right yes yeah, so like they can call it this english school or this international school it just it, it was all like people from everywhere but they so, probably yeah. teach the english curriculum yeah I'm they taught the english curriculum yeah. that's true that makes sense then so i guess that's why yeah yeah see so how is qatar as a country to live in uh-huh i mean as like an 18 year old just before i grew, like left yeah. or yeah. as like a 12 year old in the middle of like my life there is it different it's very different it was for me at least how come um okay so egyptian school for the first two years and that was fine after that i went to an american school and for the next like for the next while like maybe for the next six years or something i i mean i i was never like oh i hate it but it wasn't a good time i got bullied all the time i didn't have a lot of friends if like maybe just a few um yeah so that wasn't really good so that was like awful and again also like my studies weren't doing too great like i wasn't doing super great so that was like the case until like my final couple of years of high school. So at the beginning it was really it was okay, and then for the next couple of years in the middle, it was like pretty shit. And then near the end it was fine, like it was good again. Um, but yeah, so like for me it was different. So I know that has nothing to do with the country itself. Like it could have happened anywhere else. But yeah, like the country itself, yeah, it's fine. It's small. There's not much that you could do. But yeah, like it's like if you have friends, you can just go hang out. That's what people do. What do they do when they hang out? What do they do? Uh, fucking boring shit, man. I don't know. That's why I don't like it there now, because there's not much to do. It's like you g- pretty much you go out to eat. That's all you do, like literally. I mean, how was it in Saudi Arabia? Like, what else could you do? We used to have a few activities. I mean, mm. obviously, with going out, you also say uh, playing pool, playing ping pong, playing yeah. PS4. Uh-huh. Still. Is, is I guess I do? guess I'm just comparing it to things that you could do in the UK, yeah, like and outdoors, like outdoor doing. activities. Yeah, outdoors. I yeah, I guess. But how would you expect them to have outdoor activities hey when man, outdoors it's like 50 not, degrees Celsius? That's fine. I'm not holding them to anything. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I know. I'm just like messing, messing there, around. It's like a lot. Yeah, like a lot of the times, like you go out to hang out with people. Like you can go to the mall and watch like a movie and then eat, or you can go to someone's house and like play pool and stuff, and it's fun. But I don't know, like now, I wouldn't like to go back and do that. Like if I'm there for like a week or two, just as a break, that's fine. But if I'm there for like any long term reasons, then yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't enjoy it very much. I get what you mean. Right. So a Qatari boy with two good years of school <laughs> now decides to decides to go to the UK. Yeah. I don't want to jump onto the decision. I want to jump into uh-huh. how did you decide that you want to go how to the did UK? I, decide? I don't know. And man. when did you decide I'd to go like to the I'd like to know that answer as well. Um, did, did someone decide it for UK? you? No. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I went to an English school, so most people were just applying to UK schools. And the application process was a lot easier than uh, American schools. So I applied to a lot of like places. I applied to some American universities and to some UK universities. But yeah, it was an English school. Most people were applying or like talking about the UK. It's only three years instead of four years 
in the US or in most other places. To finish your course? Yeah, to finish your course. Um, it was closer to like the Middle East, which is not, it's not the biggest deal, but it kind of like, yeah, the time plays as a factor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the time though, I didn't really think that hard about it. I was just like, yeah, okay. Like it was easy to apply. I just got in and I'm like, all right, like, sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It seemed like a cool place. Like, I don't know. I mean, living anywhere for 10 years, you're like, you know, you just get to know and you're like, all right, like you feel like you've, you know, you, you got to know everything that there is to know about the place. Yeah, it was like, you know, just on to the next chapter. Because it's like, if I had stayed there, like, my life wouldn't have changed that much. I'd be going to university instead of school. But the things I was doing in my free time would pretty much have been the same, kind of. Um, so, yeah, it was just time to move on, you know. Did you ask anyone about the UK before you came to the UK? Like, I spoke to a few people who were at uni here, and they're like, yeah, it's it's great, it's fun. So yeah. that's what you heard, this great, is fun. Yeah. You heard this great as fun. You land in the UK. Mm. Mm. You, you, did you come to see it before? Did you visit the UK before? No. Anything like that? Not the UK. First no. time. First time. First time in Europe? No. Okay. I've Just been, first time in the UK. First time in the UK. Have been you been to, to Europe. Europe before? I've been to Europe a couple of times. Oh, before the. Yeah. All right. So first time in the UK, uh-huh. alone or with parents? Not with my parents, but with one of my friends. Okay. Yeah. You came to you came you came from yeah. Qatar with one of your friends. Yeah. So we were going to the same university. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that helped. That helped? Bit, I suppose, yeah. So how did the first... Tell us about the, the Freshers Week. How did you spend that? Freshers Week was great. Um, me and this friend, his Musa, we're, he's a, mu- a mutual friend. Um, so he ca- that's the guy who came with you Yeah, from... so we came together because, yeah. yeah, we were in the same year. So we were going to the same uni. And uh, yeah, Freshers Week was fine. We went out on the first day. We somehow, like, bumped into a few people and we, like started getting along and then like by the end of the day we were a group of like 10 people or something and uh yeah it was great we just would make plans and like for the first couple months of uni like we were good friends with all these people like we don't talk to them or i don't talk to them that much anymore uh which is a bit of a shame but yeah like i guess we did make friends pretty quickly at the beginning which was all right it was good you said you met with these people afterwards yes but you said that you met with them every now and then yeah between this now and then who was your social circle when you first came i like i had a few friends who were here when i came how come yeah they went to uni here (laughs) they were in the year above me so they went to uni here so you you came with one guy yeah and you knew a couple is it yeah yeah at least a couple because i know that musa his own has two brothers yeah 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 exactly and then there are other people people. like i wasn't here like thrown in right Um, just in the yeah you knew people in the city yes how did that help uh honestly i don't know if it helped no offense to any of them i love you guys but um no it's because it's like i had like my friends and it's like it was like i don't need to put any effort into like making new friends because i'm like i just have these friends like if i was bored or like if i wanted to do something i'll just hang out with them so it helped because it was like it made it easier to transition but it like i guess it made it harder to it made it easier to transition but i wasn't transitioning fully if that makes sense like if i came not knowing anyone it would be really hard to transition at first but then i would fully transition because i'd be forced to make friends from scratch so yeah but no it was good like yeah it was great nice the egyptians who grew up in the gulf exactly 
so that you could relate with them who are listening to us today would you advise them to go to uni where they know someone or should they go to uni where they don't know people um i think it really shouldn't be a factor in your decision so if you're like if you're looking at two unis and one is just like a better fit for you but like the other one has people you know never like don't go to the one where you know people just because you know people because you will meet people eventually like even if it's hard at the start you everyone eventually finds their own like friends um so yeah i wouldn't do that fair enough did that involvement with the people that you knew already stay high throughout the past three years or has it like declined or has it become more close how did it go um hmm. okay i mean we definitely got closer but also we're not like hanging out all the time like we used to so we're hanging out like a bit less than we used to like maybe at the beginning but we're still closer it's just like everyone's like got other things in their life um which which is obviously good because you don't want like your life to revolve around one group of people um but yeah no like i think like the relationships got stronger despite not spending as much time together which is like the ideal situation i think it is indeed no doubt so it's good to like come and just know that there's people here like if i ever needed anything like i'm not like completely alone you know so it's still a bit hard to transition but it's like like it was fine it wasn't too bad like it was like there's no more reason to make make new friends because you're like i have these friends and like i like them and we just hang out and uh yeah you don't really have a reason or at least at that time like now i'm like yeah you should but back then it's like whatever i have friends i don't need more friends and uh yeah you just get uh, stuck in your comfort zone did you ever get out of that comfort zone or i think so <laughs> how yeah how i don't know I moved away for a year to work at BMW, so maybe that helped it. Um, yeah, I don't know. How was working yeah. in BMW? It was fine. It was good to make money. It was good to be in a new place. You meet new people and you get to like do different things. And that was for me, that was starting from scratch because I did. I went there and like, I didn't know anyone there. Um, so I just had to like settle in myself. Um, but no, it was good. And it just, it was like an insight into adult life and like how it actually will be when you graduate or like how you move away from is. your friends exactly it's like yeah you just move for a job and then you figure it out from there so yeah i know it was a, it was a really good year how did you find the the english culture the city that you lived in yeah. how did you find that no i like the city i think it's a great place to live uh it's really convenient everything's close to like to things like it wasn't hard just transitioning here um and opening a bank account was easy just get like doing that stuff it was it wasn't hard to transition the culture, I think in the first two years, it was like, I was like, oh, I don't like it or whatever. Um, and now it's not like I love it. Like, there's a lot of things that are a part of the culture that I don't enjoy, which is fine. But I think British people are great. Like it's, it's yeah, they're cool people. Like just like anywhere, like there's good people who you get along with and there's other people who you just don't get along with for whatever reason. And it doesn't mean they're bad people, but it's just you don't get along with them. But I feel like if you put in the effort, then it's fine. If you're open-minded, you'll be fine. But a lot of people come in and they're like, oh, I don't like British culture. And it's like, well, how are you going to meet someone? Like, how are you going to get along with the culture when you're just, you already have this decision in your head that you don't like it? Um, so, yeah. But no, I think it's all right. It's it's good. I don't hate it. I don't, like, I don't mind it. Yeah. 
yeah man it's all right like i don't i wouldn't say i love the culture i wouldn't say it's like oh i love it i can't imagine to live like you know i can't imagine living somewhere else like no it's whatever like the whole i don't like clubbing i i think it's useless whatever but a lot of people love to do it and that's fine because if you're friends with people who do go clubbing they can go clubbing and then you can hang out with them on another day like that's completely fine so it's just it's not like it's not a small th- box where you can just put everything into like oh english culture there's so many parts of it and it's like like i don't know man like i don't even know why people talk about it it's like if you like someone just hang out with them you know yeah it's like oh i don't like the culture like what the fuck does that even mean Hmm. i think we have we just have like friends we know that go like uh i don't like uh, europe i don't like Uh, the europe i don't like the english my fucking sister i cannot be friends i hope she's listening (laughs) she's she's she graduates this year and um she's like oh i don't know why i want to go to uni i'm like come to the uk it's great she's like oh but but like i don't like the accent and i'm like what the <laughs> fuck bro and she knows she knows that that's not the best reason but the thing is a lot of people do think like that and a lot of people yeah. are like ah oh, like because they've seen british people in like a movie or something and they're like ah like they seem like they're assholes or like yeah. oh i don't like the accent i can't imagine <laughs> living where people speak like that which is ridiculous it's like can you imagine yeah like uh, i don't know it's like why would you ever move anywhere if that's how i don't know yeah Yeah. i mean that's the thing i was like oh why don't you want to come she's like i don't like the accent i'm like bro like that's the worst reason and she's like i know (laughs) but it's it's you know it's how it is how it is yeah to be fair they their accent is a bit like it's hard to get used to but the thing i think that um the thing that a lot of people don't realize when they don't live in the uk or they haven't visited for a long time there's so many like different like dialects yeah, of accents. british accent and like there's some that to this day i can't like uh it's like it's so hard it's like yeah. it's just so distracting you know it's like if i can be talking to someone and they'll have like such an over-the-top accent and it's just so distracting and i'm like fuck i can't like i can't focus on what you're saying because of this accent um <laughs> Um, and I guess you do that's the thing though like you will get used to it you know uh, whatever it is so yeah I don't think that's a good reason to, to not come <laughs> to not come I'm just saying right um, but yeah I don't know so it was nice uh, <clears throat> how involved did you get with the culture um, the, like when you look at the English culture you, there mm. are certain characteristics yes it's not mm. distinct and you cannot say oh it's good or bad because mm. it's a lot of it yeah but there are parts of it that you can do or like you can be part of uh-huh. like for for example i had a christmas meal yeah a few days or like the, the, the past christmas uh-huh. this last christmas um my friends we, they did secret santa and it was the mm. first time i witnessed a secret santa mm-hmm. right i've been to a new year's event nice. which i never did when i was in saudi or mm-hmm. in egypt so that is kind of like what i do from the culture if i get myself immersed in it a bit i went to a few nightclubs yeah um you know these kind of things how did how did you take in the culture or did you maintain the egyptian culture in (sighs) Hmm. it's an interesting question it's an interesting podcast (laughs) (laughs) um hmm, let's see i don't know i mean going to an english school anyway or like like a lot of my friends were english and like different nationalities and it's like i was just used to like being around people who have like different cultures and different beliefs and it's like no one cares like i don't care what they do I, they don't care what i do you know like it's just if you're good friends if you have a good relationship then it's whatever like outside of that everyone can do whatever they want um but when i came hmm, 
don't know. I don't. I wouldn't call myself like. I wouldn't say that I'm very immersed in the culture in the British culture, at all. Like, I mean, what? Hmm. I don't know because it's like I do have a few British friends. Most of my friends aren't British. Like most of my friends are like from all all sorts of places. But like I don't know. I guess like British culture is like pub culture, not really my thing. Clubbing, not my thing. Going to football games, like really not my thing. So I guess if you're thinking of those areas, like no. But I feel like the more like like the more subtle things, like the basics, where it's like no one cares, no one actually cares where you're from. Or like like yes, there's racist people everywhere. But usually no one gives a fuck where you're from. No one gives a fuck. Like, no one judges you as yeah. much as, like, maybe they do in the Middle East. Yeah, and that's um, a big thing, don't you think, about it's a the, huge the thing. judging? Yeah, no, it's a huge thing. Um, I think you come from the Middle East and then you're like, oh, like, now that person does this one thing. They're a bad person. I'm not going to hang out with them. And I don't know, like, now I'm like, that's such a ridiculous way to think. Um, for me, like, I just don't get it. It's like, whatever, you know? Like, whether it's good or bad, like... Like, it's easy to just, like, judge a person by one thing. And, like, I feel like most people don't do that here. Like, no one cares. Like, unless you murdered someone, like, no one cares. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, like, just being, like, more open, more chilled out. Um, it makes people also, I think, more aware of themselves. As mm. in, because if you don't care what people think of you, you don't have that pressure of, you know, I have to give my parents what they want mm-hmm. like my parents want me to be something or i'll be that mm-hmm. um make my parents proud of me mm-hmm. make whatever yeah right? you don't have that pressure at all you don't care about anyone so you, you explore what you really want and what's your passion and mm-hmm. things like that and um it frees you i think it frees you let's get back to you it also happens to be where you develop your passion yeah let's traveling <laughs> traveling yes how did you develop this passion? How did I travel? How did I develop this? Okay. Um, I mean, I traveled a few places like growing up. My dad would have a lot of medical conferences around like everywhere, basically. So like US and like around Europe, Paris, Greece, places like that. So that's how I've been to these places. Well, and he'd take you on medical conferences. Yeah, because like he he would be all paid for and like he'd fucking get business class tickets as well yeah man it's the family fucking yeah man that's the thing work hard and who knows you know um people can be flying you out so yeah he flies out like a couple times a year to this day still um and uh yeah like he'd just be like oh i'm going to this place do you like do you want to come like one time we all went together when we went to the u.s but usually he'd just take like me or my brother or my sister or like you know every trip he'd take one of us and just go um and yeah that's no, really that, nice. was, that was really good like i remember i was like 15 and i was just like alone in paris because my dad would go to the conference in the morning and i would just go i was navigating the paris metro on my own at 15 which i'm sure it's not that hard like i know but it's just a bit crazy because a couple crazy. Of months ago i was like fuck how do you do this i don't know where, where my train is yeah as a 15 year old that's something. yeah exactly and like some guy came up to me he's like fucking asking me for money and shit and i'm like mm. get the fuck out did you talk french did i speak french yeah no you did not speak French. i did not speak so french c- congrats like chapeau for going oh, through the paris you. metro <laughs> without knowing the, french yeah but it's like yeah like i guess like that was like a bit of independence from early on it's like my dad mm. would just go to the conference and i'll be like okay like i'll just go fuck around and like he wouldn't even like like i wouldn't tell him where i'm going he wouldn't ask where i'm going like he'd be like oh like what are you gonna do i'm like oh i'm just gonna go like exp- walk around explore see what and he let there. you do that yeah he's like okay like see you when i'm done <laughs> 
That's really um, cool of the parents as so, well. Yeah, no, to let the great. child do these things. You yeah, know what I mean? No, I think it's great. Yeah, because like that is probably why. Like, I think I'll, most people who are like independent at our age have this kind of experience somehow. Like, even maybe for most people, it's just going to university on their own. But even like, yeah, like if you ask people, like usually at some point, their parents do like let them take control. Um, yeah, because I mean that's how you like develop you independence develop, yeah it's how you develop confidence in yourself i mean mm. like oh like you know i can do this on my own i can be alone in a new city and figure things out like i'll ask someone or i'll look at a map or whatever like it grows you as a person for sure no for sure um so that's how you started it how has it taken you to well okay where you so, are no, now? so that's how it started but for the i would say it started last year so i was the, doing the maniac. A, Huh? The maniac, the craziness. The maniac, yeah. The, the one who cannot sleep without <laughs> thinking about the next plane and the next, yeah. where am I going to go next? Hey, Where's man. my next weekend yeah, going to be? Uh, it's great. Um, Tell us more. So it started when I was working at BMW. So I worked there for like a year. And um, because Brexit was happening, no one really was sure what was going to happen with like imports and exports from the UK to Europe. So BMW were like, okay, because Brexit was supposed to happen on the 29th of March initially. They were like, we're going to take all of April and like just close the plant so you can like figure shit out. They need to like stockpile some parts in advance or something to meet demand because then like it might, it might take longer for parts to come or whatever. Like, so they just wanted a month to like Bigger. after Brexit, they can sort themselves out. Yeah. So I had a month off um, that was paid. So I got paid for it anyway. Um, and there was a month off because as an intern they're like your salary is worthless anyway like it makes no difference if we pay you or not yeah but for so, you yeah, so they paid all the interns so two of the guys that i was like friends with uh who worked there as well george and dominic or dom i know i said dominic shout but out yeah, george uh, and dominic yeah so shout out honestly so yeah these guys so i wanted to do a trip i was thinking of doing a trip anyway and i was like oh like maybe i can go to italy for a week or something i've always wanted to go to italy um, i was like yeah i can go there for a week i'm getting paid so it's like I still had to pay rent, but that still left me with like some money that's like, I literally can just go uh, use it. And uh, so I was thinking that, and then like, I was talking to these guys and they were like thinking of, they wanted to travel as well, but they were thinking of like bigger trips. So like, not just Europe, like one of them went to New Zealand for the whole month. I was just going solo. Yeah. Like you just pack a bag, went and like, you just meet people on the way. Um, And that was Dom and George went to did like a tour of southeast asia he went to like india and sri lanka not sri lanka india vietnam thailand maybe cambodia something else in that one month uh yeah exactly what did you do uh i went to bali for two weeks yeah bali so yeah that's what i ended up doing so i was gonna go to europe and i was gonna go with a friend and then they snaked out which i i kind of expected it like you know when it's like when someone's like not fully in it yeah so um and then i was like okay that's fine I'm just going to just go somewhere on my own. Like these two guys were going on their own and it's like, I got excited. So like, we just keep talking about our trips, like when we'd like be super excited about it. And uh, yeah, so that was like my first proper solo trip. I had like money saved up as well for my job, which was good. So I, like, it wasn't cheap, but it was fine because I saved up and uh, yeah, I just went and it was fucking amazing. Nice now you're also doing weekend trips now i'm doing weekend trips yes. to where would you go I've and how would you do it i've done a couple in europe i don't know if i'm gonna do it okay well basically i live in the uk flights to europe are so cheap like oh, fuck it's the price of like 
I don't know, going out for like to a nice restaurant, you can get yes. a flight to somewhere in the, in Europe. And mm-hmm. I'm like, every year, I'm like, oh, like what? We should go to Europe, like guys, like like telling my friends and everyone would be like, yeah, like let's do it. But it's like everyone says that and then no one does anything, and then you don't end up traveling. And it's all because of the visa I want to mention. Well, if, yeah. If not for the visa, why would people not want to? Yeah, pay honestly, it's not. It's not pounds. that. It's it not is that. also. It's not really. It's not. It's not the hassle having to get a visa. Last thing, it's like if you really wanted to go, it's not that bad. To be honest, I really wanted to go to a lot of European con- European cities. And I would want to do it, I would book the ticket right now, but mm. the only thing stopping me is yeah. the visa. Fair. Because I know like I have to go get it. I have to still apply, I have to still wait. My my passport's not going to be with me, blah, blah, blah. So that that is friction part. But um, if not for that, I would have traveled a lot. Fair. Um it's it is like an extra obstacle that you have to get through but like i mean i guess i just did it i was like at some point i was like all right like i'm done like i'm like i just i want to travel and it's like i had the experience of traveling alone anyway so i'm like whatever even if i have to go alone that's fine so i just went to apply for a visa anyway and uh yeah and then you went around Mm. weekend trips how do you do weekend trips how do i do weekend trips yeah so you say it's what's a weekend trip but it's like you usually miss at least the friday or the monday um so you'd usually leave also depending on the price of the ticket as well but yeah like usually you leave like friday afternoon and then you get back sunday night or i came back monday once and it's like it's not that big of a deal like as long as you have no work and like uni's pretty flexible this year so yeah like as long as i make sure to get the work done at some point um before or after then like i can afford to miss a day fuck my mom is listening to this uh yeah no um but yeah, no, it's, it's fun. And uh, yeah, and I have a job as well, which helps. So like weekend trips, there's like they're cheap, but they're not like, you know, nothing. So I still need to pay for it. And I would feel bad just like asking my parents for money to be like, oh, I'm going there for a weekend, whatever. But if I'm working, I'm like, okay, like I can spend that money however I want. You earn that and money. I think uh, traveling is a good experience. Like I don't regret it. So I'm like, yeah, that's that's how I want to spend it. Um, yeah, but no, it's been good. A last question if someone was to come from egypt to the uk mm-hmm. what would you tell them uh, something that if I you knew before them? coming would have helped you yeah i don't know if anything i knew before coming would have helped because like people can say things to you but unless you like experience it for yourself or unless you come to that conclusion to by yourself i don't think like it's gonna change that much uh i'd say just do it and like be open-minded try to be as open-minded as you can and like try to enjoy it like i think like focus on the positives i think that would be like the one thing i'd say because it can be easy to come here and be overwhelmed by all the things that are different and all the things that you don't like so you can be like oh i'm surrounded by all these people that drink and smoke and do all these things that i don't want to do but it's like that's just focusing on the negatives like you can focus on other places like you're like oh i'm in this really i'm in a new place where i can explore it i can meet people who like have different lives than me i can travel around to places that i wouldn't have been able to if i had studied like somewhere else um so yeah i think just focus on the positives it'll make your life uh, a lot easier that's that's amazing to hear well my friend uh i know that you're going to germany in yes. a few days tomorrow so, well, <laughs> tomorrow actually okay so i will um thank you for sharing your story yeah, first of all you're welcome are you just gonna cut it together yeah that might be is it gonna flow yeah yeah okay all right uh i think that's pretty bad yeah it's all right it's not too bad uh, but yeah yeah you went traveling you also went traveling uh, this year 
I did go. Tell us more about that. Where'd you go? Tell us more. Where did I go? I went to Paris because I wanted to get to Disneyland. So I went with one of my best friends. And then, uh, I don't know, I came back and I was like, oh man, like I want to travel again. And I was just randomly looking on Skyscanner. And like I found a super, flights are just so cheap. But I found a, I found a really cheap flight to Italy um, and the timings worked. Like it was on a weekend, exactly. And I'm like, okay, like fuck it, I'll do that. So yeah, I just booked that on my own, like just like spontaneously, and that was amazing. And then I guess next is gonna be Germany. I guess I've just done like one a month. Like it's not crazy. I want to hear more about your time <laughs> in Italy <laughs> because your time in Italy. Uh-huh. You told me about how amazing of an experience you had in yeah. hostels, mm-hmm. and I compared that to my hostel experiences, <laughs> which is only one hostel, and it was in Glasgow, Scotland, yeah. uh-huh. and it was not fun. I think it's important to do your research. I did no research. I went on, I found the cheapest one and I just booked it and I did not know anything about That's hostels. The, thing, the one I got was a bit more expensive. Like it wasn't the cheapest one. It wasn't the most expensive, but it wasn't the cheapest one either. Mm-hmm. But you just read the reviews and it's like, oh, like everyone's like, oh, this is this is really cool. The vibe is nice. The people are nice. And like, also it depends like who's traveling as well at that time. But like, yeah, I just think you go there and you meet people. And I think in Europe, there is like a, a scene of people traveling alone like solo traveling so it's not like no one's like oh you're traveling alone that's so weird you know because a lot of people think it's weird but like here it's fine like no one cares so you go to a hostel and it's like you can do whatever you want to do during the day then you come home and everyone's just chilling in the common room or wherever and like you just start talking to people and you hang out and like that's my experience that's the ideal experience you want to have sometimes it'll be a bit slower sometimes you'll want to go to bed early like there's no pressure of like having to be social like if you just want to sleep and go but yeah it just depends what you want to do and how was um do you want to talk about details <laughs> do i want do i want to talk about details because uh, when you came back i remember you were yeah. very happy about it and you yeah, were like man. it was this fucking is amazing. crazy i want to go back so... right now man and stuff like that yeah it was so good that's the thing like like the city i went to milan and that was nice like the city was nice and everything but like the best parts of the trip weren't when i was like seeing the sights or eating the food like that was sure it was nice but whatever but yeah it was just fun so i stayed like i had two nights at the hostel and like both nights were really cool like i got to meet a lot of people and like we just made friends really quickly and it was fun and we just end up super late like playing games or like chatting or whatever and i don't know that was super fun and it's like you wouldn't have met these people if you just stay in the uk like yeah yeah like you probably would have never met these people and you're also in that situation where both of you are new to that place or both of mm. you are exploring and you're yeah. open to like meeting people yeah that's the thing when you travel alone as well like it would be weird to go up to like some random person in a coffee shop and be like hey like what's up they'll be like what are you doing leave me alone but if um if you're traveling that's completely normal like someone can be having breakfast you could be like hey do you mind if i join it's like yeah sure like no one cares everyone's just open exactly so like that's why people. travel is very important mm-hmm. meet yeah. different people meet different cultures exactly no 100 percent makes so you know this episode is getting released on new years oh shit really 2020 the start of a new oh, decade damn, nice you know um obviously last week also something happened speaking of the end of the decade uh, joe happened? rogan what happened? uh he celebrated his 10th anniversary for the joe rogan experience podcast really yeah Why just a week ago years? that's crazy so he's been going on for 10 years that's fucking crazy decade of joe rogan um yeah. but it's funny because i thought 10 years of an amazing podcast 
and two weeks of even better one <laughs> it was the release of my second episode that that of post came out so i'm just oh, saying really? joe rogan i love you bro but this is the decade of Anas. Yeah, man, you've got no. some competition. Sorry. This is the decade of statelessness. That was very <laughs> selfish of me to say Anas. Because no, no. But statelessness, I'm hoping it gets some more people. So I can achieve my goal and potentially interview people from all around the world, every country in the world mm-hmm. who've moved to the UK and get their experiences. So then we're getting different perspectives and seeing what people, how how were they raised and how they live before moving and also what changed when they moved to the uk and i'm excited for it yeah so very an exciting decade exciting decade to come for sure um what are your thoughts on this new year's yeah i mean i'll be (laughs) celebrating in germany but i uh i wish you all a very happy new year and uh yeah i hope the next decade is uh your best decade i don't know i don't do these but yeah i hope you have a fun time and um yeah just have fun seize the time and thanks for listening to the episode till the end we really appreciate it and um happy happy decade happy new year have fun home is where the heart is it's incredible I thought it was